What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about I'm going to be wrap. I so I had like a I don't know if anybody saw this a couple like a week ago. I posted a bunch of shows that I had record that I wanted to record, and I think realistically, I if 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 in the moment I had done this, I think each of these probably would have been their own episode. But I think right now, since we're a week or two out from a bunch of these stories, I'm just going to kind of recap some of the stuff that I have um, that I still want to talk about because I still want to talk about some of these topics because I think it's a bigger deal than maybe. Um, I, I think it's all they're all kind of stuff that's a big deal. So, you know, I I used to do this a lot actually, and it annoyed me. And I would just write down random thoughts in my notes with no context. And one of them was just tops deserves more credit. And I wish I had written down some context so I could remember exactly why I was saying that. And it may have honestly just been after like writing three or four things about tops. Um. So I, you know, I don't exactly know what um, what the context of that little note that I left myself was, but you know, in these notes, I have like three different or four, three or four different top stories that I, or three, I don't know, whatever. But we'll, so we'll start out. I mean, I'm gonna get this out of the way. They did a Ronaldo set. Now I don't. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's funny um, because this. I feel like all the other sets they've done with a athlete have been very sports-oriented, and Ronaldo, his set, and I'm not sure if they just used photos of him or if they did, like, a photo shoot, but there's, like, pictures of him in, like, his underwear. There's pictures of him just in, like, a, like a suit. There, I think there should probably be some uh, pictures of him playing in there, but I think the one thing that I thought was interesting about this set was that it was, from what I saw... It was one in two sets had an autograph. And at this point, I can't imagine like Ronaldo autographs are inexpensive. I would imagine they're probably pretty expensive. And it's one of the reasons why Mbappe doesn't have any autographs because I think he, he, from what I've heard, he asked his like uh, agreement that he wants is like the money that he wants for an autograph is like astronomically crazy. So it doesn't make any sense for either of the companies because it's like the only way I could see them doing that is if they if they got like one and they sold it through Panini Direct because if they or Tops Direct which I don't know how they'd be able to do it they'd have to do like a Dutch auction because there's no way they'd be able to just put it up and then it would sell because it would just sell instantly or and that would be that would be a historic card because it'd be one of his first autographs, if not his first. I can't think of any products that have Mbappe autographs in them, but this this set had Ronaldo autographs in it, and I think it sold out in a few minutes, um, which doesn't really surprise me. I mean, Ronaldo, most famous athlete in the world, potentially. I mean, I, I would say LeBron is probably also in that kind of conversation of like, most famous celebrity, but the weird thing, if you think about it, and actually, I'm going to go to Instagram right now, and I'm going to look at LeBron's, um, LeBron's Instagram, because I think, yeah, 72, so think about this, this is, and this is another reason why I like, I like buying soccer cards, is, think about this, if you could, if you went up to any person on the street, for whatever reason, and you asked, do you know who LeBron James is? They'd probably say yes. Now, outside of America, if you were to... In, in, inside America, you probably get... 
I don't know. I would say 50-50. If you were to say Messi, people would probably know. If you, or even if you were to say Ronaldo, I'd say it's probably 50-50. So think about how crazy it is of how famous LeBron James is. And Ronaldo and, and, and Instagram followers, like I've said in the past, that matters when it comes to how famous someone is. Because the internet is the internet is mainstream. That's what is that's so and you know, people say, oh well it doesn't matter about followers. It does and it doesn't in a way. Like it doesn't necessarily if you're not building like a business or you're not building like a personal brand. Um but it it wait, so I think I just I don't know. It does if you're doing that. It doesn't necessarily if you're not doing any of that stuff. But like for and okay, so sorry. Back to this original point that I was trying to make here. Ronaldo, two hundred million Instagram followers, I think, right? Or was it a hundred million? No, it had to have been two hundred million because I remember I made. Yeah, well, so now it's two hundred and forty million essentially. So think about that. Think about Ronaldo has. Oh, I, he has three times as many Instagram followers as LeBron. So. You know, I would say he's probably the most famous. And, you know, there's always those crazy stats of he's made more money off the field than he's made on the field. You know, I definitely believe that because, like, you look at Ronaldo's Instagram and it's a bunch, it's a ton of, like, ads, which I think is, you know, good for him because, you know, uh, if, if you can do that, just you, you can do it. And that's kind of the thing you, I, I would I would be doing it. And I think eventually there will be some sort of advertising through this channel or through this platform, something like that. But not not yet. Um, but either way, so that's kind of my thoughts on the Ronaldo set. So the next topic that I want to talk about is the uh, Ben Baller set. Now, I think this is where I got into, because I did the Ben Baller and then the Ronaldo. And I'm thinking... In my head, I was like, they partnered with some pretty big celebrities for a bunch of sets this year. And the Ben Baller Topps Chrome set, I've talked about them doing these celebrity collaborations. And I definitely can see them doing more in the future. And, I mean, maybe not even with, like, big names like Ben Baller or, you know, Tyson Beck also did it. And I think he's a pretty famous uh, sports designer. But I could see them doing it with... I could see them doing Project 2020 on a smaller scale because, like, I think at this point, I don't even know what card number we're at, but I, I would, I don't know what the, I don't know who, who's still like, I, I think really it's just one-offs. I don't think anybody's consistently buying these uh, Tops 2020 Project cards. You know, that was another controversial topic that kind of came out through this year was like. You know, I did, and this is something where maybe it's just me using Twitter too much. Um, you know, you always see the people talking about like, oh, look at the people who invested in Topps 2020 project. I don't know. I'm confused about who was saying that you should be investing in these cards um, because I don't really remember anybody saying like, I don't know, or maybe there was, and maybe I'm, maybe I, I don't know. It doesn't, I don't know, I don't remember I don't remember people saying because it really was like the Kel the Keith Shore, but it I don't know I'm I'm not sure where it started I'm not sure if it was the chicken or the egg where it started where the card went up and then that's what led to the print run or the print run is what led to the card's value going up I you know I'm not a hundred percent sure there but either either way so the Ben Baller the set 
There was a Luis Robert, the one-of-one Luis Robert Ben Baller Tops Chrome card, sold for 30 k on eBay. So, you know, I, I, I have been trying to do a little bit more research um, on some of these... Some of these high-dollar cards that are selling on eBay because, you know, I feel like sometimes, sometimes, the, and I'm actually going to look it up right now just so I have it on hand. Sometimes these high-value cards aren't, you know, and it's hard to say, and this is kind of where I wish eBay would step in and say, yeah, this was paid for, this wasn't paid for, because, like, you look at this, I'm actually just going to look at the, I guess it must, it does it was it, Oh, it was best offer, so it doesn't necessarily say whether it could have been, it was purchased or not, but if it was best offer, you know, I don't know. It does, it, 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 it sold for 30K, and it didn't even sell, someone didn't even, um, they didn't even do, like, a best offer. Like, it just flat out sold for 30K, so... You know, I think I, I'm I'm in the boat where I'm skeptical about the sale, but I think it's still important because if the card did sell, I think it's it's one of I think Top sits back and looks at it and says this is one of one of the best collabs they did this year. Now, like I think I said in the past, I don't think Tops or Panini want these cards selling for astronomical amounts on the secondary market because they're not making any money. Really, all they're doing is kind of getting brand equity from some of these high-value cards. But, like, I don't know. If you're Tops, I don't think you're looking at it saying, oh, great. Like, I think Tops is... Tops is very... is is famous in the sense that I feel like if you were to say, do you know what Tops is? It's very similar where it's like 50-50 on the street. I feel like if you talk to, if you talk to anyone who likes sports, they know what Tops is. Maybe people who don't like sports aren't going to know who Tops is. And maybe that's the same with Ronaldo. People who like sports probably know who Ronaldo is. But I think LeBron, in America at least, and maybe outside of America, sorry, I'm going back to the LeBron-Ronaldo point, but uh, outside of America, it's probably the same as LeBron where you could ask anybody, they'll know who Ronaldo is. But if you ask sports people, obviously they're going to get probably 100%. But so I think, like I said, this collab that they did with Ben Baller, I think, shows that. I don't know. And I don't know. And the other, it shows that Tops kind of know. They know the lanes that they're trying to get into, I think, with like the Tops 2020 project and using all these different artists. And get, I mean, Tops 2020 project. In a in a nutshell, in not in a nutshell, from bird's eye view, maybe that's what I'm looking for. It's it's such a phenomenal idea. Like it's exactly the idea that I think, from a marketing standpoint, is one of the best ways to bring a new audience into sports cards from a specific person and do it in a way that's not just like, hey, I'm you know, hey, I'm Ben Baller and I made a um. I do an ad for tops or something like that. It's like he invested time into designing cards and then and then they asked him to do this set, which, you know, I don't know if they necessarily I don't know if they asked the other people or if Ben Baller was just the first one, but I do think also, you know, in my opinion, I think the Tops Chrome set is the perfect set for Ben Baller to do a collab on because obviously he's a jewelry designer and he's got kind of a lot of stuff going on, but for the most part 
Um, I think he's more widely known by he's more widely known because of his um because of the jewelry that he does. So this 30k, you know, I'm skeptical on if it was paid for or not, but I still think that the fact that it's sold and it, that it was not even best offer that it's sold outright is a big deal. I think you because there's also a red one of the number to five Luis Roberts that sold for five 3k. Um, and then there was two oranges that sold, one sold for 1350, one sold for 1800. So, you know, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that this card could have sold for 30. Is it, I think realistically based off of the one red that sold, which now I think the reds will be more valuable because of the super fractor selling, you know, I think the, the sale of that card is a very interesting a very interesting story within within the hobby and and within tops and how they have really they've shown that they sort of I think tops is kind of putting itself out there more in in trying different things. Now Panini has kind of done this, but like not really taken too much of a leap. Like I think Tops 2020 project and this Ben Baller. Well, so after the Ben Baller in the Tops 2020, I don't think this Tops Chrome set was as big of a reach, but I think the Tops 2020 project was very not. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was fairly risky for Tops because because they were bringing in audiences that you know some of these artists aren't like sports designers; they're just regular artists that make art that isn't sports related. So, like, I think the fact that those cards did so well. And that people at at one point people did look at them and they said, I mean, people made a lot of money on those first few cards too. And I don't think that's I don't think that goes without saying. I think that's an important fact of of that set. Um, because I think, but I do think also I I would say the people that made money and lost money is probably equal. But I think at the scale, people probably made a lot more money than they lost. You know, obviously it's never you never want people losing money obviously that's unfortunate but i think enough people made money on the product that they pulled people into sports cards in a good way and you know who who knows kind of what they do in the future if they do something similar if they do like just some sort of like i could see them almost doing this doing this product and on the 300 card checklist like or 400 cards i guess cuz it's 20 and 20 bringing it doing this and just making it a product instead of releasing it the way that they're releasing it or they could just do it again because it i mean it's been fairly like i said it's been fairly successful so you know i don't know what they'll do i think i think if they do either or i think it'll be interesting to see which one eventually does better so the last topic i want to talk about on the podcast today is going to be the is going to be about alan ginter um, if you saw the Allen and Ginter release, there was a Joe Burrow and a KJ Dobbins card in in the release. Now, obviously, those cards aren't licensed. They're they're wearing um, like non logoed stuff, but you know, I think that's kind. Of, it's kind of a big deal, and I don't know. I think I still need to make a post about it because I think I'm still going to make an Instagram post about this, even though it happened like a couple like a month ago. I feel like it's got a little bit, not really swept under the rug, but I just don't think many people talked about it. And maybe maybe it's just something that, that I noticed, and that's why I'm talking about it now. But 
I think Tops, this is another example of Tops kind of trying to get into other sports. Now, I wouldn't, I've, I said this on a podcast and I wish I had, um, I wish I remembered exactly which podcast it was. I know it was when I was away and I remember recording it and it, saying it on one of those episodes. But Tops should, I wouldn't be surprised if in the next few years we see an unlicensed Tops, Tops Chrome basketball set. Uh, we already saw, we already have seen kind of some, some uh, inklings, I guess, if that's a, wrinklings, I don't know which one of those is the thing, but we saw we saw Tyler Harrow back in college, or maybe not during college, maybe it was during the draft, I don't remember exactly when it was, but we saw on his Instagram or on his Snapchat or something, he posted a, um, he posted a video of him signing cards, and they were Topps Chrome cards, so... I wouldn't be surprised, and it may be even something where they come out with maybe a, a I don't know, actually, I don't know what they would do, because also, these cards have kind of, they've popped up again, I've, I've seen on, um, I think it was either, I think it was the blowout forums, or maybe it was someone posted it on Instagram, I don't remember, but somebody posted the cards that were the Harrow cards, again, recently, and that they were signing, so I wouldn't be surprised if in the next few months, years probably we see an unlicensed Topps Chrome basketball set uh I see no reason why Topps shouldn't try and do this I think it's based off of what Topps has done I think it's right in their wheelhouse where it's experimental it's kind of taking a little bit of a risk but I think that's what we've seen Topps do so they also included like I said this kind of point that I'm making was based off of the fact that based off the fact that they had these this Dobbins card and the Joe Burrow card. And I think it wouldn't be as big of a deal, in my opinion, if they hadn't gotten Burrow as one of these players. Like, I'm not sure... Because he also had up some upper deck. Um, like, he had an upper deck exquisite uh, RPA. And so I'm not sure if, like if maybe Panini didn't get him for an exclusive or something, like if they didn't sign him to the exclusive that they usually do, um, because I'm not exactly, you know, I understand maybe the the MLB PA, which is kind of in charge of, uh, which is in charge of the, the Players Association for the MLB, maybe they have a different licensing agreement with Tops than they do or just with baseball than the Players Association for Football and Basketball do with Panini because, I mean, Panini has continued to come out with baseball, unlicensed baseball products, so it doesn't really make that much sense to me why Tops wouldn't try and come out with an unlicensed uh, basketball or football product. I think maybe they're trying to stay in their lane and that's why they're not doing it and they say maybe, they look at it and they say maybe it's not, Maybe it's ROI negative if we try and do this. Like, I don't know if that's the case, but I just think the fact that they got Burrow into Allen and Ginter. Now, granted, I don't think it. Ha I don't. I don't know. I know it just says football. I don't think it says like his team on there or anything in the city. But I just think the fact that Panini comes out with these products, I wouldn't be surprised if in the next few years we see an unlicensed football or basketball product from Tops because. You know, I think that would be like I said, like I said earlier in the episode. I think that would be right in their wheelhouse when it comes to a risky move that I think would eventually, I think, would be a good one 
based off the fact that Panini comes out with uh, unlicensed baseball stuff, and and also the fact that like Tops had co- Tops had come out with basketball, like I think up until two thousand eight or two thousand nine, <clears throat> like I think Steph Curry's Steph Curry's Tops card was the last Tops. Well, I think Steph Curry, Russell, no, who was it? Steph Curry, James Harden, um, Blake Griffin, 2009 was the last Topps basketball set for, Topps basketball set. I'm pretty sure that was. So, to bring it back, I'd like to see that. Um, and, like, I think I'm pretty much done with everything I want to say on this episode. I think it must, the, the, the point that I must have been making about how Topps deserves more credit, um, I think just had to have been a combination of all of the stuff that I talked about on the podcast, and then at the end of, at the end of the notes, I just said Tops deserves more credit. And I think that's probably what it was. I should have. I think I even remember writing it and being like, "No, I'll remember. I'll remember what I was thinking." And it's like obviously I didn't. Um, but that's it. So I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you for following on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Reddit, all those good places. Um, If you're on iTunes, you want to leave a review, that would be phenomenal. Thank you very much, everyone. I will see you in the next episode.